you know, but yeah, like those are all just life experiences, learning how to maneuver through those things. And like, I don't know, like if I just feel like, I don't know, just since we've been talking and sharing, I feel like I've learned so much just about myself and, you know, I'm just able to be more present in like the moments when things happen and it gives me a different perspective where it's just like, you know, shit, I'm not alone. And, you know, there's people that have this shared experience with me. You know, we all have different experiences, but there's things that we can take from one another. Okay, guys, my bad. I know that was solid. And, you know, I hate to throw something else in into the mix, but can we come back to a couple different considerations? One, um, the comments about Kevin Samuels and whether or not he's supposed to be the measure of what we see as the or if he should be able to create the benchmark of what we should be seen as a high value man. For one, he doesn't say that wealth is what establishes you as a high value man because he definitely talks about people who make no money still being high value. He just talks about understanding, you know, your position, how it is you create or establish value, right? Um, and then in the concept of being present, which is very true, and we take different considerations into different circumstances. Well, say it is that in, in the scenario that you were talking, uh, maybe even Tyrone, if you want to use yourself as an example, how is it that you either changed or stayed true to who you were in the breakdown of what happened before? Because if he's saying the importance is being present and being integral to your person and how you treat other people, um, how do we learn from that moving forward? Or how do we transition from that moving forward if something is to, to fall apart or are you not supposed to? And anybody can jump in and, and address that. You know, from, I, I, I would say semester that, um, you know, you, I think you learn a little bit about yourself every single day. And I think that it's, it is important that, you know, as long as we're here on this earth, I believe that we should be looking for ways to ensure um, that we're true to who we are and that we're happy. And, you know, there's a lot of conversation today about compromise and negotiation. Um, and I think all those things are important. I do. You know, but if you like the person that you are, um, I think that that's extremely important. That's all I would say about it, man. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's some other points of views and, I, and I, I'd be glad to hear them. Okay, guys, and that brings another strong point. Like that, that's, that's true. So Shane, in, in coordinates with this discussion about being present, if you like who you are integrally, who you are, however, that is the very thing that kind of breaks down your dynamic with somebody else because maybe in their mind you're not treating them well but you think they are or, or you are or whatever it might be how does that kind of internal conflict now restrict your growth or transition your growth or you know what how would you reconcile that uh th th that's a very good question uh, i look at it like this um i am I am who I am, okay? I believe that I am who I am. At the same time, I also have the power inside of me to change and to still be 
100% who I am. So if I'm the type of person that believes that what I have to say is absolute truth, then I'm going to definitely be that person. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to always be honest. I'm always going to come out and I'm going to give my honest opinion. However, I also have to be aware of how I can change within the people that I associate with and within the person that I'm going to love. And the truthful fact of that also simply means that I have to be able to look at my audience and engage them in a way that they are going to be engaged and touched by me in a positive fashion. So I can be 110% who I am and say that, you know, I'm going to spill it all out and let everybody know. But I'll tell you something, if I'm speaking to somebody who I am learning that they are the type of person that believes in, uh, in somebody being honest, but it really comes down to their approach as to how it's going to be able to filter to them, then I need to be able to sit back and say, okay, if I recognize that this person has spoken to me and has expressed that they love it when I'm 100, but I'm a little bit too uh, loud about it, or I'm a little bit too animated about it, or I'm a little bit too, okay, loud and animated might be me, but me is also the type of person who can adjust to the people that I'm dealing with. So now I can take my loud animated self and I can curve it and I can still be a hundred, but now be more humble and be less aggressive. You see, I have that ability inside of me, right? To adjust my behavior. It's no different than when Craig comes up on the call or when Garrett comes up on the call and they're cussing their mouth out left, right, and center. But yet for all, when they get in front of Auntie Lane, they're not going to use that kind of language. Well, why do you think that is? Because they're able to curb their, their attitude. They can still be 100% themselves, but they're able to curb that attitude. This is no different than any relationship that you get into. You can still be authentically you, but you can curb how you let that out. And in doing so, you become a better person because now you're able to talk to this group of people in a certain way and they feel you and they understand you. Then you're able to talk to this group of people and you can do it in a more diplomatic way and they feel you and understand you. And then you can talk to this group of rowdy people and you can still be 100 and they feel you and everything. That being able to, to become a Roman to the, you know, to the Romans and then being a Jew to the Jew and then being, you know, uh, uh, a, you know, a mate to the Australian. I mean, those are things that make you a better person, able to 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 look at your audience and say, okay, I know how to approach them. Click. I know how to approach them. Click. Right. And make that switch. So I think you're able to do that as well. We are all able to do that as well. It's just a matter of, are we willing? Shane, Shane, but I would say, Shane, there's a fundamental difference between mm -hmm. adapting to your environment and changing mm -hmm. who you are in your home. Correct. Like I, okay. th th there's a big, big difference, right? So when you, you even use the example of Auntie Elaine, I think that if, you know, if we're using the example of Craig and Garrett, for a couple hours, they could probably, you know, hold it back, tie it in a little bit. But if either of them lived with her, she would start to see, you know, the real Craig and the real Garrett because there's too many hours in a yeah, day. You can't hide that. You can't hide that. You, like, you, you can't, <laughs> forever. You, you can't, <laughs> no matter what. Like, it's, it's, it's like the honeymoon phase. 
it's like the, it's like the honeymoon phase in a relationship, right? Like in the beginning, you get to show this girl who you are. You're so attentive. You listen to her. You you get her flowers every Friday. All these little things that you do in the beginning, right? But then she gets to know who you are, and like you don't always open the door every single time you go to the car. Maybe you just do it on a date night. Maybe you just do it when she's dressed nice. But maybe you don't do it every single time, right? Like. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I hear what you're saying, so, Shane, but I think there's just a big difference between adapting and keeping it real. Okay, so so let me ask you on that, Ben. You're absolutely, you are absolutely right. There's too many hours in the day if you're living with that individual. But let me ask you this, though, uh, Tyrone. Uh, adapting, adapting is also part of your character. So you're, you're absolutely right. If I'm, if I'm living, if I'm living with somebody some of my 100% tendencies are going to come out. But here's the question. If you're living with Kim and it's been two years or three years, technically you still could be in that honeymoon phase at the same time, at the same time within that honeymoon phase, some things may come out and Kim might turn and look at you and say, you know, uh, Tyrone, um, I noticed that you kind of did this and it really kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Now, Tyrone, I have a question for you at that moment in time. Do you love Kim enough to still remain real, but to turn to say something like, you know what, I'm going to do my best to try and curb that behavior. I'm going to do my best to try and flip that a little bit. I'm going to do my best because I love you so much, Kim. I'm going to recognize that this was a big part of my life and I don't know how to get out of it. But you know what? Because I love you so much and I see that what I'm doing is hurting you. I'm going to try my best to flip to flip that right i mean this again is another place where our authenticity can still come out and we can still be real to one another and still make these changes and still be 100 percent authentically ourselves the difference is that we're molding ourselves into something even better she might have brought something out in you that you could sit back and say hey you know what i really could change that and still be 100. I was literally that about to put that very term next, the authentic self, because that's a very important concept as well in curbing our, our behaviors and curbing who we are to be present and adaptable in different situations. Are we losing truthfully what is fundamentally the authentic self? I mean, if we take it as Black people, um, when we enter into scenarios where we feel as though white people are placating a, a position and doing what they can just to simply, you know, maybe amuse a platform for, for black um, integration and, you know, black uh, liberation to some degree, we feel as though, hey, are these people truly being authentic or are they just kind of wearing a mask? So in any scenario where we choose to do the same thing, regardless if it's in our relationships, or our, our dynamics and interactions with other people, if we lose this authentic self, what, what is of greater importance? Having I just think, amicable relationships or the authentic being? I think authentic self is always, always trying to, well, I, I guess I have to be careful how I say this. I think the authentic self is always trying to uh, take on more truths about life to become better. And the reality is, is that how do they take these truths and, and implement it into their lives to grow and to become better? Um, because some people will take their authentic self and they'll sit back and they'll say, 
selling drugs is the best thing for me. And so I'm going to continue to keep doing that because I make good money. Other people might sit back and might say, hey, you know what? I've got a really bad temper in reality, and I want to change that. The authentic self is constantly, uh, in my opinion, evolving. And I think we are in charge of how we want to be the authentic self. You, you, you definitely uh, hit upon a very good uh, philosophical discussion that I think would take hours for us to get through. But um, I, that was my little cold notes version. Well, two things. Is that something we want to say for next week to talk about the authentic self? Because just my first kind of thoughts, like, yeah, you're right. We could go have a whole discussion just on, like, what is the authentic self? Because then it's like, you can't ask someone to change from their authentic selves. You know, you just have to kind of accept that person for, like, for the for themselves as as they are like you accept that authentic selves and that's who you love really when it comes down to it but the authentic selves like i don't know it's like you said if someone has a temper is that temper part of their authentic selves or is that a byproduct of something else that's happening to them right but maybe for some people i could probably say for some people i work with they're like maybe their anger or whatever or their you know um deviance is just part of their authentic selves right like it's crazy to say but that's just like it's like saying shit some people said you know selling drugs and you know pimping women is just what's best for me like that's what i'm good at so why would i stop it right it's giving me it meets all my needs in my life you know to me i'm having a good life from this stuff that's that's like coming in for me from, from what I'm doing. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Yeah, no, no, no. This, we might have to save this for next week. Yeah, next the week. The authentic self. Like, I don't know, man. There's a, because there's a lot of things. My main thing, unfortunately, um, our, our female viewers might not appreciate this. Um, if or whenever we, we get them. But my main thing is this. I understand. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm dead serious too. Like, I understand. I want to make someone happy, right? I want to make I want to make someone happy. But I I have been privileged with being able to enjoy variety. So I'm like, oh, okay. So like the arrangement is that I have to give up variety for comfort and stability. However, however. I have noticed that maybe it's possible to still get variety um, if that's something that I authentically enjoy as a human being. I just know, like, if, you know, I have might to... not be happy. No, I just, I just know, like, for me, as human beings, with but the, the, the access... might not be happy. Yeah, with the access to variety, I'm like, I would want to... But then I look at, okay, so what arrangements are available and are these things that are acceptable... So like, um, you know, having multiple um, wives, which is kind of crazy, which is like the extreme, but like, you know, how do things like hall passes work? Um, are they like morally apprehensible? Like my authentic self is saying, okay, well, um, is it, is it are, are you testing fate by promising to be faithful 100% of the time over the next 20 30 years like we, i can there i can commit to being a good father i can 
commit to being a good partner, but can authentically, if I know I enjoy the other, like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, other women, not that I would have to be with them physically, but just knowing that authentically, wow, like I really like the variety that I see um, because unfortunately it's, it's accessible to me. It wasn't accessible 50 years ago. It wasn't accessible a hundred years ago, but in, in the world that I live in now at my fingertips, like I, I have 80 unanswered conversations, 80 with people in a 30 kilometer radius from me. So now I'm like, okay, well, authentically, you know, I'm like, I want to put away those things, but I also understand who I am as a person and, you know, like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, how do I, how Craig, do I, Craig, do I, Craig, I think, I think honestly, Craig, after hearing, like, after just having a few of these conversations with you and kind of hearing your point of view on a couple of things. And I know a lot of the guys on this call may not agree with me about this, but I think that you should potentially explore like a polygamist relationship. Like, like, like explore the poly life where you have more than one girlfriend. They're fully aware of each other. You know, like it's, it's like that. There's a mutual understanding. They're not with anybody else. They're with yeah, you. It's, maybe it's two girls. Maybe it's three girls. Like I have a, so I know, I know someone, um, I did a lot of traveling for work in the past. You know, he became, I don't want to call him a friend, more of an associate, but he has three girlfriends and they live with him and that's their relationship. Like, that's it. They've been together now for six years, the three of them or the four of them. And, 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 and that's it. They call themselves a team. They call themselves a family. He's happy. They seem to be happy. You know, look, a lot of people obviously would criticize this kind of lifestyle, but you know, when I, when I, when I hear about what it sounds to me, like what would make you happy, maybe a poly life would something to think about, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like in, in, in 2021, I'm not judging, like, like it's a, for me, it's like a judge-free zone. Like, do what makes you happy. Like, do what makes you happy. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, do what makes you happy. And that's why I say, like, from a poly point of view, there's transparency. There's transparency. There's openness. Everybody's clear about, you know, what every person's role is. And, and, and it may have, this may have sounded far-fetched maybe 10, 15 years ago, but, you know, today it's it's... It's not, it's not a very far-fetched thing. So I don't know, man. I don't know if that's going to get on the recording either, but. Does, does my, recording. Other answer, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my other answer is to just search the world for that one person that will put me in a position where I'm no longer emotionally compelled to follow through on I, my I have a question. What does it being happy mean? Like, you guys saying this being happy, like. Explain that. You know, Mark, I was Mark you should not. You should not have to. You should have to explain being happy. Like that. That I think. I think it's a whole yeah, different conversation. Did, because what is it? No, because some well, people say being happy. I feel happy just doing what I want. Or other people are like, um, whatever makes you feel good. Or as long as you're not hurting anybody. Like when you say stuff like that, it's kind of like. What's hurting anybody? What's hurting somebody? Why do we have, why do we have laws? We have laws yeah, but, for a reason. You can't just sit back and just say that, you know, just 
do whatever makes you happy as long as it doesn't interfere with somebody else's life. That's impossible. Like we do, why, why do we have laws to begin with? Why would, why would God send out, and I know that this is going to be a little, you know, maybe touchy for some people, but why would God send down 10 commandments, which involve, which, which all involve personal relationship? Okay. The first two commandments involve relationship with him. The next eight commandments involve relationship with each other as human beings. And then turn around and use the excuse of, you know, or use the statement and sit back and say, hey, as long as you're happy and you're not interfering with anybody else, then you're cool. That's impossible. I was going to suggest the exact same thing because a lot of things that we do that make us happy indirectly or sometimes directly cause other people to not be happy. So, and this is what I was going to bring back in with the concept of being present and the authentic self. If my authentic self is something that is naturally and inherently selfish and naturally and inherently wants to see pain, but at the same time, I still, I'm in a relationship with somebody else, but it's diametrically opposed to building that person up. Doesn't that become destructive as a human being? Am I not destroying the relationships that I'm there trying to maintain and build? If Hence you're not being physics. honest, I, yeah. if you're not being honest, I agree with you. If you're not being no, honest, you're being honest and open about it, but you still just have to exist. Like you have to live, they have to live, but your like desires your friend, are still what compels you yo, to let's be. Let's go back to that. Yo, that friend that you had that had three women and they're all happy and they're all a team. Like, there's going to be a point where one of those women is not happy, man. Like, unless in their mind they're all the relationship. That's a regular relationship, Mark. That could be two Bro. people. That could be two people that get that, that that have married with with five kids, you know, and it's the same situation. Like no, but you say like that a, that's one what, guy with three women and they're all happy. Like they all yeah. been together for six years, everything is hunky dory. Yes. Nah, I don't know. Yes, there, there are so it listen. Seems, it seems weird to me. I don't security. Know. Shane already. How much money does he make? Security. A, a security. lot. Are those women able to sleep with other men too? Well, that's no. That's not part of the deal. <laughs> That's how much money he makes, then. That was that's, right. How much older is he than the women? Huh? That's the, how much if, older if this, is he? No, they're all, they're all they're all in the same age group. Like he's about twenty eight. The girls are around between the ages of like twenty five and twenty eight, are where the girls' what? ages rank. Yeah, but oh. I, like he makes a, he makes a lot of guap. So like, can you keep the, the average woman happy in a situation? For sure, the money is keeping them there. For sure. For sure, man. If if so you can get bankrupt, they wouldn't be happy no more. Work. Like he has to keep that money. Can live well. What do you mean, bro? Guys, hold on, hold on, one second. So there's a benchmark for a high value man. How much guap does this guy make? Because we might need to change the benchmark for where exactly. we're at. Bro, <laughs> stupid money. That works. Stupid. You just saying though, Mark. Like a, a a couple could do it the way that society tells them to do it. Okay, find the right person. Find someone who believes in the certain things that you believe in. Okay, get married. Okay, have kids. Okay, go to marriage counseling. Work on it, work on it, work on it. And four, five, six years down the road, maybe even less time, they still break up. Yet you have an arrangement, right, where someone says, okay, the only thing that you may not enjoy about me is, is this one thing, um, which may unfortunately be extramarital um, tryst. Now, if you are satisfying someone with their needs, right? If you if they have security with you, is that not a fair trade? 
If you say, look, I'll give you, you can get $60,000 and a place to live. $60,000 and a place to live. You have the freedom to do what you want, when you want, or you can be broke with someone, but it's just you and them. As people are evolving, I'm just saying Shaners, like it, it, it may be worth looking into whether or not that's a more feasible arrangement, right? Where you, you have one person who you and them are, are sort of on a on different level than everyone else. However, the physical stuff is maybe just that. Now, can she do that with other people? That is, is up to the individual arrangement. But to say like those women are not happy, listen, there are more women in regular traditional relationships that are unhappy. Fact. And Fact. men too. And men too. I'm not going to say just the women. There's women there. There's men there too that are not happy either. Yeah, I don't there's, deny. I don't deny. There's the many. That, uh, I. I think. Okay. You know. Never mind. I'm. I'm, I'm I'll put it this way: if, the, I the, make the, enough, if I make enough money, I am going to explore it because I have found that we, will, as a as a society, will excuse certain men um, for having these type of arrangements when resources are provided as a part of the deal. And that's even like, that, that almost some, can take on religious, um, like a religious context where uh, having multiple okay. wives is okay if you can provide for their well-being. Exactly, like in Islam. So is that a cultural thing where it's like, you if can do you it, you a, can provide for all of them. Like what's wrong with that? If you have a dollar figure, if you have a dollar figure where a woman is like, I want to drive a, a Ferrari, but, I don't mind. I, I actually, someone that I know, I don't want to reveal her identity, was in a marriage where she was the second wife, the wife. She was a sister wife. And that was her first marriage. And um, man, yeah, look, her, her, her actual relationship broke up because she challenged her man to be a better person. And he promised that he would, but then he wouldn't actually live up to his word. And they so were in the relationship that everyone said they should have been in. I know we said we we're going to save this topic for next week, but because we're slightly into it, if we're talking about this idea of like, okay, we would change who we are once we obtain wealth. If we now decide to pursue things like that once you're wealthy, is that truly part of your authentic identity? Or are you only obtaining or trying to achieve those things because you've gained wealth? right so is that actually part of a new identity so it's not the authentic self it's just something that you're using to maybe temper the ego or is it like if you choose not to do it that's part of your, your authentic existence like where, where would we say that kind of lands semester i would say in my opinion i think that you know money doesn't change who you are it reveals who you are so like it's to me it's just a tool you like you i i, th I think for most people are they're going to be the same people with money or without money at their core they're going to be the same person but when they have a couple dollars it reveals who they are so i don't think it necessarily i don't think the money makes it change their authentic self i think it just exposes uh who they were now with a different set of circumstances I um I just want to say that when it, uh, when Craig was making the comment about for people who are in a monogamous monogamous relationship, 
that um, it, it does prove that, you know, at least 50% of them end up in divorce and whatnot. They're just not happy, whatever, or whatever the case is. Um, you're absolutely right. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, I, I've definitely seen that. Um, in polygamous relationships, I will also say that in a polygamous relationship, I have not seen a single male male who is involved in a polygamous relationship. Uh, I have not seen that, uh, that that they make anything under, like you know, literally like a hundred thousand because for whatever reason, man, these guys that are in polygamous relationships they seem to be making a lot of money. I'm sure that there's the odd person out there who doesn't make that much, but man, these guys make a lot of money. They have businesses like crazy and they do exceptionally well. So I definitely don't um, don't deny that. Now, um, uh, I think it was uh, Garrett who actually also said that, um, that there are some Muslims who actually do. Uh, because uh, if you look in the Sunni um, uh, Muslims and the Shiite Muslims, a lot of them, uh, some of their men, they do condone polygamy. Or sorry, they, they do accept polygamy. A lot of these guys are married to know four women at, at a time so that that is definitely there um lifestyle based on um based on uh their religious convictions or whatever it is it is definitely uh up to somebody's um decision making i mean th th that's the beautiful thing about having uh freedoms rights and freedoms right is that we have freedom if it wasn't for our love we wouldn't have freedom so we definitely have freedom to do what we want the question is, is that does it really add uh and is it good for our society and if we are going to be a people who are going to decide what's good and what's bad and we're going to decide it on ourselves uh, on our own finite minds I just find that we're running into a problem because we're flawed human beings to begin with. And when you start taking on one, two, three, four women, I mean, I, do I think that that's tough? I do. Are there people who accept it? Absolutely. I can't hold anything, you know, to them when they can sit back and they can logically sit down and say, I love my relationship. I'm in it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, he's happy. I'm happy. Um, my, my sister's my quote unquote, my sisters are happy, you know, uh, as long as they're being provided for, it's all good. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I, I'm not here to, to, to speak against it, but I am here to say is, you know, if you want that kind of lifestyle, you also have to be prepared with what it brings. And, and, and does it bring ultimate happiness, a polygamous relationship? For some people, obviously it does.